Here's what happened last time on the Encourageable Party. Thwarting Ulfa's attempt to steal the chestplate of Kalar, after losing Clash to the amulet's location method, the party must make a hasty departure from the Neogi Cave. Falzern's Wall of Force still blocking additional foes. Leaving the Clashers behind to deliver the armor pieces to Samuel, the party is intercepted by Killian. After a heated back and forth, Shaft taunts his former mentor with the bag of holding containing the armor pieces, only for Lushki to retrieve it on Killian's behalf. And now, back to the adventure. Oh, no. So Shaft and Mia and Horik will get... Uh, well, actually, she can, she's going to disengage to avoid those opportunity attacks. Horik is next. He kind of looks... To Shaft. Hey, Vic, going after the bag dinner! Yeah! My point at her. Alright, Hork charges. And being an orc, he can use a bonus action to utilize his aggressive feat, which means he'll get an extra move. So he can't get right up to her without, uh, and still be able to attack. A crit and an 11, so a critical hit. You'd think by now we would just assume everybody's gonna betray us. Mm-hmm. We, we yeah. should just go with that assumption from now on. Horik's critical hit with his battle axe does 33 damage to Lushki. Nice. But also, I'm sorry, Lushki, we were supposed to be friends. You played me. <laughs> like a fiddle. Next is Killian. Killian will move up to Lushki, grabbing the bag from her. Yep. <laughs> And then he will retreat further into the woods. But not before loosing some arrows at Shaft. Two arrows, a 25 to hit and a 19 to hit. Both hit. The arrow damage is going to be, from both arrows, 23 piercing. And his critical hit, or his uh, sneak attack damage, is going to be another 20 piercing. And then he'll use his bonus action to hide. Hmm. This isn't going well. Falzerin. Falzerin is going to urge Denny toward the retreating uh, pair who scooped up the bag. Um, And he's going to cast Gravity Sinkhole. Trying to catch both of them and pull them up into the air. Are they close enough to each other still that that would work? Well, all you can see is Lushki and Hork. Uh, you can give me a perception check to try to figure out where Killian is. Uh, adjusted 20. You are able to see Killian in, a, in about the, a collection of three or four trees. Uh, he <laughs> did roll a one on his hide check. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can see him and he is 15 feet from Lushki. All right, so Gravity sink, Sinkhole does a 20-foot radius sphere of crushing force. So I won't be able to center it very high above them. I suppose it'll pull them together if, it, if it's effective. So uh, they'll have to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, DC 16. Lushki gets a 13 and fails. 
Killian uh, gets a 17. 25 total damage for those who fail. And then they are pulled toward the, uh, the center of the radius. Okay, so yeah, you pull Lushki and she gets sucked like between and through the branches of, of the trees away from Horik. Towards Killian, though Killian uh, takes half damage and does not get pulled because he's saved. And just loose branches and pine needles are just sucked from these trees, nearly uprooting a number of the smaller ones, uh, the, the effects of your spell. And you're fine where you are? Yeah, um, I, I guess it's it's a 120-foot range, so I wouldn't have traveled all that far. Um, really, I didn't need to move at all, but, but I will because I want to stay within range should I need to do something else um, as Killian tries to get away with that bag. As your spell damages Lushki, right, and she kind of hits the ground and, and recovers from being pulled, you all, those that can see her, her round shield that she has, it begins to morph and, and change and expand and grows into a heater shield instead. Much larger and provides more protection. Hmm. Shaft. Alright, so I'm going to down a potion of greater healing first. Giving me <laughs> nine points of health. Whoa, slow down there. Yeah. <laughs> Then I'm going to use my feature called Nature's Veil, and I'm going to become invisible. As a bonus action, I can magically become invisible along with all my equipment that I'm wearing and carrying to the start of my next turn. And I'm going to move uh, 25 feet towards... Now, I did. I don't see where Killian is, correct? You can also can I do a give perception? me a perception, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you get higher, if you got 13 or higher, you, you, you see him. 16. Okay, yeah, you can definitely also see him. So I'm going to go 25 feet towards where he is. So. Which puts me about 15 feet away from Lushki. And that's all I can do. But I am invisible. Mia, you're up. Yeah, so I was about to cast a spell that you'll now be trapped in. But but you also like don't know where Killian is. So you can roll me a perception check to see if you can see where Killian is as well, Mia. Okay, I'll start by doing that. 16. Okay, yes, you, you can see where Killian is. He's apparently not chosen a spot very uh, well hidden. Okay, well, with what Mia knows, she knows where Killian is, and she doesn't know where Shaft is right now. Um, I'm going to use a spell that I've never cast before, but I'm going to cast Blade Barrier, uh, which is a concentration spell. And I'm going to make a, a ringed wall. So this wall is a 60 feet in diameter. It's like a 30 foot radius uh, circle. It's 20 feet high and five feet thick. And it's just a vertical wall of like whirling razor sharp blades made of magic. And the space is considered difficult terrain. So creatures trying to enter in and out of that wall uh, or starting their turn there, take a bunch of damage if they fail deck saves and that sort of thing. So I'm just trying to contain these guys from uh, leaving. Okay, that's a very cool spell. As you conjure this, the the, the blades and it's almost uh, 
like similar to, to like the wood chopping sounds, but like over and over and over as they're whirring into the trees. And they've literally, any tree caught within the wall is just completely pulverized by the blade. So now you've like clear cut this ring where the wall is as well. That is very cool. I want to bust my wings out, but that's its own action. So I can't do that right now. I do have a question about if I were to cast spiritual weapon and could it go through the spectral magical wall? The wall does not uh, fully block line of sight. It does not say that it is opaque. So you can still choose and target areas within the effects of within the, the ring of blades. Yes. Sorry, Shaft. Didn't see you. Are you fine where you're where you're moving? Are you okay where you are? I will move a little bit closer to the wall, just anticipating uh, having enough flying speed for next in the next six seconds type thing. So I'll move up like twenty feet. And so the, it's five feet thick. So just remember that that's where the whole damage is. And it's clearly visible to everybody, I assume. Yes. Shakara. So I can, can I see Killian? Is he? You can roll me perception. You're the last one to try to perceive uh, his terrible hiding. I did get a 22. Okay, yes. So yeah, you all, you all can see uh, uh, Killian in amidst the, the splinters that are now kind of falling to the ground from this wall. But yes, you can see them. And again, the, they have three quarters cover, so that's going to be a plus five to their AC from range attacks uh, on either. So, so that will apply to them shooting range on the other side, like to, to you all outside of the ring as well. Well, I want to, as I stalk up to the uh, blade wall, I'm going to look at Killian and say, feel my pain. And I want to invoke agony. I can choose a creature I can see within 60 feet and burden them with immense misery. He must make a wisdom save. I like the sounds of this. Well, he uh, he only rolled a nine, but as you're doing this, you all hear Telmark. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. He's like kind of looking to what his right shoulder. I know, I, I saw it, I saw it. Don't worry, Killian, just move a little bit, a little bit. And he'll use one of his portent dice and give Killian an, an 18 on the roll, which makes it a 21. Okay, well, that's saved. I don't think anything happened. Yeah, I don't think anything happens on a save. It just says on a success, the creature can stand back up, having been freed from this effect. So, nothing happens. You're fine where you are? Yeah, I'm just standing outside the wall. Telmark, last in initiative. Boy, this blade barrier sure changes what Telmark was going to do. Telmark runs over to Killian. He can actually get between Killian and Lushki. Oof, okay. He is going to burn a fifth level spell slot. I was really nervous he would counterspell my blade thing. <laughs> no no counterspell for Telmark, unfortunately. Because okay. I was like, all right, now's the time for big guns. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Uh, and, and Telmark responding in kindness, he's, he's uh, using his fifth level spell slot and... Now that he's within range, uh, touch range of both Killian and Lushki, he kind of places a hand on all three of them and will cast Fly, giving the three of them a fly speed of 60 feet, as long as he maintains concentration on this spell. Can Falzerin use a reaction 
Yeah, you wanna? You got a chance to Please try to counterspell. Try. Yes, I would like to try. And if not, we know that he cast this, so we can target him, knowing that That's right. maybe hitting him would be the thing to do. I'm gonna cast it at uh, fourth level. I was gonna say he said the spell level, so I don't know if that would have been. So you upcasting counterspell? If you're not upcasting it to the level of the spell that's being cast, the upcast is a waste of a slot. You have to do the DC check regardless, and it's the check is the same whether you're doing it third or fourth, unless it's at fifth, which automatically does it. So unless you have that fifth slot to do it, I don't upcast because it's don't. a waste of. You no, spent so. it, yeah. Okay, so. Uh, DC is 10 plus the spell's level. So that's going to be 15. Let's hope you're intelligent. Well, he is, but I've rolled a lot of good checks so far. So no one's I'm looking at your dice tray. Not sure how just... many. <laughs> that's not cool. Not sure how many I've got left in me. No, I don't like oh, this. Wait, wait, Why? Wait. Do you have inspiration, Bill? Yes, I, I do have inspiration from Mike. And I think this is probably a good time to use it. <laughs> Until Leland uses his back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought about doing another uh, portent dice here, but if you're going to use Pager and Inspiration, then I, I won't do that. <laughs> that would be unfair. Oh, please. Inspiration trumps. The inspiration trumps anything else. You need 15 or above, and what's on, your Bill. plus? You can do What's this. your intelligence? I've roll, I rolled a 15, and my intelligence has got to be something good. I forget what it is. <laughs> what do you mean you forget? It's like your main thing. You add it to all your spells. Intelligence plus four, so 19. Oh, Thank yes. you, Mike. Okay, yeah. You you can see, like, a, you know, Telmark cast, and then as you, you counter spell with your reaction, he, he looks confused. I, wait, I, I, I didn't see that. And he looks over to his left shoulder. Did you see that? Did, 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 you, did you know it was going to happen? Well done. Well done. You've prevented the fly. My first, my first roll was a two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a six. Well, better check that one off uh, as inspiration of is being used. Okay. That um, is yeah. used. Back yes. to the top. I'm all out of inspiration. To the top with Lushki. She is going to use her action to cast Mass Cure Wounds. Which is really, because uh, Telmark is yet to be damaged, is only going to affect herself and Killian. Healing both of them for 24. And she will move... I guess she's going to move into the middle of this blade barrier. Horik. Uh, unfortunately, Horik is unable to do anything, as he's clearly not going to walk through the, the whirling blades. He does back off from it a bit. Uh, a bit. Because it is a bitch. That's kind of why I had that Freudian slip there. <laughs> All right. Uh, Killian, though, frustrated at the counterspell, is going to turn his attention to Falzerin. No. Lining up his bow. So how high were you? You're not higher than the wall, right? I don't I think it. it. No, I hadn't gone up yet because I hadn't really needed to. Okay. That's fine. So you will benefit from the three-quarter cover as this is a, a ranged attack. So you... Can take the plus five to your AC for this. Uh, uh, Killian, though, gets a 27. Okay. For the first attack. Uh, come again. Second attack is a 25. <sighs> wow. Yes, unfortunately, the bow he wields does seem to give him some type of advantage. All right, lay it on me. Arrow damage. 
is going to be 24 piercing. Sneak attack is an additional 14 piercing. So a total of 38. Ouch. That hurts. And he will again retreat into a kind of a copse of trees here and use his bonus action to try and hide. Falzern, you're up. Okay. Uh, Falzern is going to cast Fireball centered on Lushki. Uh, unaware of, I mean, I guess if I'm able to, I would I would try to kind of peer closely in there and, and see if I can see where Killian hid before I cast it. Sure, make me a perception. Are you flying up at all? I don't need to to cast Fireball. Yeah, the saving throw is going to be unaffected by the cover. Adjusted 20 again. Okay, well, uh, again, uh, Killian fails to hide from your keen eyes, Falzrin. You do see him uh, 15 feet south of Lushki. Yeah, I, I won't change uh, where I'm going to center the fireball. So, centered on Lushki, it's going to catch Telmark and Killian as well. So, deck saves. Yeah, and it's also going to uh, hit Shaft, who is invisible and you cannot see. Which means you cannot sculpt. Yeah, it, it, it's creatures you can see. Falzern, as, as you, you've spied Killian as he's tried to hide here, he, as he's taken refuge in the trees, he now has these three orbs that kind of circle around him. But, yes, you will catch him. Uh, you catch all three, including Shaft. So I'll make my saves for, for these peeps. So DC 16, deck save. Ooh, I got an 18. Lushki passes. Uh, Telmark and Killian both fail. And even 30 for those who fail. Oof, well done. That absolutely rocks Telmark. And see as the, the flames erupt around him and again lighting the, the trees in here on fire as well. He, he reacts just like violently to the flames. And it seems it's clear that it's more than it's more than just the damage that you've dealt to him, right? It, it, it's something like psychological that he's. I mean, he was—he's twitchy and 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 you, like you've heard the, his strange mannerisms, the way he speaks, but something again shifts even further into that kind of frenetic, uh, chaotic w- way of thinking that he that he clearly uh, is displaying. Uh, okay, so Lushki takes half damage because she she passed, but uh, Killian who failed though. You you see those again? Those flames kind of wash over these three. Those orbs that you spotted floating around him, Falzern, they seem to just absorb the flames before they can even touch him, and he is unscathed. And Shaft, you took your half damage? Yeah, I took 15. Are you moving at all, Falzern? Yes, Falzern will move. Gonna head further north. Um, he's, gonna, he's gonna fly past Shakara and Horik. And just sort of skirting around the, uh, maintaining his distance from this wall. And he will go upward as well, so that he's got a better line of sight over top of the wall. So kind of on a diagonal. Northward and uh, up in the air. Well done. All right, uh, Shaft. So it reminds you, every every single, uh, nearly every tree in here uh, is ablaze. So we'll use the same kind of effects we had before at the cave entrance. If you end your turn adjacent to a tree on fire, you'll be making a dexterity saving throw to avoid fire damage. As again, it's very clustered in here. There's not there's not too much additional space 
for you to be moving and not be like directly next to a tree. But Shaft, you're up. You want to give me that perception to spot Killian? Yep. I guess the the key here. Fifteen. Yes. Killian again has rolled a one for his hide. Oh, nice. <laughs> so your perception DC for that is going to be 13. What a good rogue, right? For those coming up. I know, right? At least he's getting a sneak attack <laughs> off. <laughs> All right. This is probably stupid. But I'm going to move 20 feet towards... You mean oh. stupid like putting your bag on the ground so somebody else could grab it and take off with it? Well, I... See, that's the problem with trusting everybody around you. See, I let my guard down. I think you are taunting, not trusting. Yeah. <laughs> it was a sass move, but it turned mm-hmm. into this. So. I don't want to stop next to a burning tree. Because <laughs> I just might die. <laughs> I want to go through the blade wall. Unfortunately, I don't think I, as much as I want to go up and, and slash Killian a number of times, because I think I could take him down pretty good. I uh, I appear, because I appear at the beginning of my turn, uh, I look over at Mia, blood dripping from the side of my mouth. Uh, you know, I'm sort of staggering a bit, and I'm going to shoot a couple arrows at Killian. 26 to hit, 13 piercing, uh, 15 damage total if he's been hit already. So. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, second attack, uh, 17 to hit, uh, 19 points of piercing damage. <sighs> now, I'd like to go invisible, but that will not allow for healing. So, therefore, I'm going to move closer to the edge here, not next to a tree, so I'm not right out in the open in front of Mia and sort of turn to her and, uh, and give her a look like uh, this. Things are not going well, and, and behind there's, you, there's a very somewhere. long five feet between us. Yeah. So I'll, I'll sort of can I can I drop down um, onto the ground, giving myself uh, at least partial cover. Uh, yeah, if you want to go prone, that's going to make uh, range attacks against you. I believe have disadvantage is the ruling on that. I think so. Yeah. So I, I think that's what I'll do. Does not cost movement to drop prone, only to stand up. Half my movement, I think, right? To stand up from to prone? To stand up, yeah, but dropping dropping's fine. Okay, that's not that's not what I wanted to happen that round, but... Um... I think that's a pretty good idea, though, because imposing disadvantage on a rogue does mean that they cannot get their sneak attack regardless of meeting any other conditions for it. Mia, you're up. Mia's going to start her turn using her Radiant Soul ability. So I'm going to sprout wings and take my full Asimar form, flying speed of 30, and uh, ability to do some extra Radiant damage uh, when I hit a creature with a spell or attack. And I'm going to cast. I'm, I'm going to hope that next turn I can maybe grab Shaft out of there. I can't do it this turn. But I'm going to cast Mass Healing Word as a bonus action. And I'm going to... I can choose up to six creatures... Uh, within range, so I'm gonna count Shaft as two and forego myself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it worked like that. Shaft, yeah. myself, Shakara, Horik, Falzern. There's five of us. Gillian. 
Well, Lushki, because we're really not sure yet. <laughs> <laughs> we're still on the fence. We're still on the blade barrier with Lushki. <laughs> so my mass healing word. Oh, I rolled terribly. Twelve points of healing to everybody, and um, I will take my movement to hover Mia on the other, like hover twenty feet up, but on the other side of the wall. Ready to swoop down and get uh, Shaft out of there next next turn. But I no longer have the cover from the wall for myself. I'm just like 20 feet up in the air where my uh, marker is. How long does this wall you have last? 10 minutes. All right, well done. Uh, Shakara. Perception check to, to see if I see Killian, or is he visible now? Perceive. 14? Yeah, you're good. I am going to stalk closer to him, so I am within 30 feet. And I am going to compel duel. He must make a wisdom save. Uh, he gets a 15. That uh, is a duel. fail. Whoa, 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 whoa. Ah, gosh dang, name it. <sighs> he rolled a 15. No, that was he, he got a 15 total, but I think I'm going oh. to use some inspiration for him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Come down on, my fail. list. I'm gonna Fail where the chess piece, the chess plate meets the road, you know. I will use uh, my inspiration from Jessica Atwater. Thank you very much, Jess. Ooh, that is better. That means you got an 18. Dang, Nabbit. Dang it, Jess. Inspo! <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> well, that sucks. I think I have a bonus I can do, though. It's a good idea to try to compel him to you. No, that what compelled du duel is a bonus action, so I can um, do a cantrip. You can also walk through the blade barrier to get closer. Yeah, I could. Uh -huh. What's the damage of the blade barrier? Like Six potentially D10. forty to fifty. Yeah, <laughs> okay. a lot. Man, if Clash was still around, he could just pick someone up and throw them into it. <laughs> Who's to say that's not my plan? <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna drop shaft. No, not shaft. Come on. <laughs> I'm going to boom or uh, toll the dead is what I'm going to do. Okay. He must make a wisdom save on this also. That one is only an eleven. And I don't think I'll use inspiration for it. <laughs> uh he's taking damage. Oh yeah, yeah. You're you're rolling the D twelve for sure. That's 11 points of damage. Last in initiative order is Telmark. Upset that the fly failed. <laughs> and having used his only 5th level spell slot means he cannot cloud kill anybody. Which is very disappointing. I really wanted to pull that off. <laughs> but what he's going to do... Move to one of the only positions that's kind of away from the the flaming trees. But he will target Mia up above the wall. And he just raises his hands and just blasts bursts of energy at you, making attacks. I'm going to try to use my scroll of shield. Okay, then I'll roll, I'll, I'll roll them one at a time then. Because he's making three attacks against you. First one is an 18. That misses. Second one is a 23. Um, so that one I would want a shield. Does that add five? It does, yeah. 
Um, does it auto add five, or do I have to roll for that scroll to work? You you have to roll a mishap, yes. So you can make me an intelligence uh, saving throw. DC is going to be uh, ten plus the spell's level, which is eleven. Twelve. Okay, you avoid yeah. the mishap, and then the last burst is uh, going to be a miss because of your AC. Well done. All right, uh, Lushki to the top, moving towards. Killian. Actually, she, yeah, she moves um, kind of back next to Killian here. And she drops down. She casts Guardian of Faith. And you see that it's like a, it's like a represented, it's like a spectral form of like the shield that her, her shield in the current form that it looks like. Uh, it just appears in a space where I've marked on the map here. 10 feet or so from Shaft. Uh, Mia, uh, not quite there because she's above it. Uh, but it just like stands there and it is emblazoned with a monitor's uh, holy symbol which matches what she wears around her neck. And it, it just, it remains there. Hork is next, again, unable to really do anything on the outside. He unfortunately doesn't have any range. Uh, and then Killian. Killian also maneuvers... Sees that Shaft is on the ground. Also kind of behind this large flaming tree. So he actually will take aim at Mia, which is his easiest target. Good. I was kind of hoping that floating over Shaft would have him try to hit me. Uh, first arrow is a 32. Uh, yeah, but it's... Wow. Second arrow is a critical hit. <sighs> so 32 is not a critical hit. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, this bow's all right. We need to take this bow from him when he dies. First first hit is 15 piercing. Second hit. Can it be lightning, necrotic, radiant, or thunder? Unfortunately not. Uh, the second, the second <laughs> critical hit is 59 piercing. And Killian positions himself away from the burning trees. Um, nothing around now uh, for him to safely hide behind. Falzrin. How injured does Telmark, uh, basically the enemies, all of the enemies, what do they look like from Falzrin's vantage point? Well, the only uh, thing that's happened to Telmark is your fireball. Lushki has healed herself up pretty well. She's looking okay. Killian looks the worst by far. Okay. And Shaft has been healed, but still looks rough. And Mia... I look like my uh, health is reflected on roll 20. <laughs> Mia is also looking wow. uh, pretty rough. I can see the numbers, but you all can't. So. I, can, I can see the bar. <laughs> Mia's barely flying. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, yeah, and, wow. And, uh, drag. <laughs> if Delmark had gone off blast against you, that would have been bad. And it would all be Jess's fault that I died. <laughs> was not banking on Mia being almost killed right now. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Do whatever damage you can. Do what you gotta do. Take these bastards out. So I think Faldron's in a difficult, uh, difficult place uh, with Shaft and Mia, both very injured, but... I think probably what Falzrin would do was focus on just continuing to deal damage to these enemies. So I think he's going, he's seen how effective uh, Fireball was 
uh, a short while ago, he's going to cast that again. And he is out of third level spell slot, so he's going to cast it at fourth level. So deck save DC 16. And uh, I can see Shaft now, right? Yeah, I'm visible. I'm going to make sure that the circle does not encompass Shaft. Okay, it looks like only Lushki fails this time. So 27 for those who didn't pass. And again, you see those orbs around Killian absorb the flames. Two of them have, two of the three have slowed down now, and he kind of just like grabs them and because as as they're they're clearly spent. Whatever they're doing here, they're they're spent. And he stows two of the three, but still has one floating around him. Is, he, is there the only counter affecting the flames or everything? Like, do we see them working on other spells? Well, he's only been... Well, you hit him with the toll. Yeah. And then, other than that, he's only been hit by fireballs since since he's activated them. And Telmark continues to, like, react how we've seen last time around. More fire is not uh, helping his state of mind currently. Perfect. Oh, you know what? Uh, that's my apologies, uh, Emily. You are right. Your toll also was absorbed by the orbs. Okay. Yeah, because tolls is a cantrip, right? Told it as a cantrip. Yeah. Okay. So sorry. Let me re- let me retroactively explain that as you told as you told him. Uh, yes, you got to do the, the damage, and he he failed. Again, that that necrotic energy, right? Again, absorbed by the orbs, and while while the fireballs are clearly drawing from the amount that these orbs can protect him. It didn't seem like your toll did anything to affect the function of the orbs. Okay, sorry, you're, you're good, right, Falsey? Yeah, I'm going to stay where I am. As Lushki takes all of the full effects of, of the fireball, her shield again begins to change and transforms, and it stretches even further, lengthening like to five feet long, three feet wide, into a tower shield. Now, Shaft, please take your turn. <laughs> does her guardian change to match her new shield? It does. All right, I'm going to run 20 feet directly towards Killian. As you take your first steps within the range of this guardian, you can make me a dexterity saving throw, please. 26. Okay, you take 10 radiant damage. Son of a... Okay. And from where you are, uh, so what? how this, this thing reacts every time you are moving to a space within 10 feet of it. So you take that first, you can move that first square and it hits you. And now from there, you can assess whether or not you want to continue or change your path. All right. I am going to use my cantrip on my bronze-scaled scimitar called Water Whip. Shoots out uh, 30 feet, which is within range of Killian. You need to give me a dex saving throw. 10. That's a fail. So you take 2d8 bludgeoning damage for first. That is three. (laughs) Son of a bitch. And I'm going to pull you 25 feet closer to me. So that would put him within the 10 feet of the Guardian. I'm assuming there's a way that that Guardian doesn't hurt him. It seems to have no effect on Killian. All right, so that was a action. So 
I can't take a secondary attack action, can I? No. So I am going to use my feature, uh, Nature's Veil, and turn invisible. Okay. I'm assuming not moving. Let's see. I could move back five feet here and be outside of the ten-foot area. Don't touch the wall. Yes, you could. Yeah, you're skirting the blade barrier, and you would not get affected by the guardian moving to that space. That would put you 15 feet away from it. I'm assuming Killian's going to move on his turn, so I am going to do that. I'm going to move. Well, let's see. I have my full movement, so I'm going to move 15 feet, 5, 10, 15 feet back into a clearing away from the trees and away from the guardian. And I am invisible. Mia. I can't see Shaft anymore. Correct. But there is a point right in front of me where each of the baddies and the guardian are within 10 10 feet of this point. Uh, I'm going to channel divinity and cast Shatter at 4th level. And it's a con save DC 17. Lushki gets a 22. Telmark gets a three. Mm. And Killian gets a 23. Wow, two crits for Lushki and two 20s for them on those checks. So Telmark fails. It's like full damage. Um, so Telmark takes uh, 40 damage. The others will take 20. And um, let's see. It's thunder damage. I mean, basically the area takes damage. Yeah, this boom just blasts and like splinters some of the the burning trees, right? So this embers flare up into this the sky, uh, clearing clearing a number of them. Everybody though, uh, those three targeted still on their feet. Telmark looks bad, very very bad. So I'm gonna target Telmark with my radiant soul, eleven radiant damage. Extra can be done to him since I hit him. And that is enough as your radiance kind of blasts from you after yes. the resounding boom of your shatter and Telmark falls. And then with my movement, I'm going to duck behind the wall again. I'm no longer going to be allowing myself to be targeted above that. Okay. Uh, blade barrier. Yeah. Shakara. So when I did Toll the Dead, the necrotic damage, did that seem to affect Killian at all? Or it just looked like it got absorbed by his balls? Fully absorbed by the orb. By his balls. <laughs> Fire damage was also fully absorbed by the orbs, but it burnt out the orbs? Correct. The more powerful spells seem to affect the duration and function of the orbs. And he only has one orb left going? That's correct. So it's not so much that it's necrotic damage, it's just because it was a cantrip, a low-level spell. I think you could put, yeah, you could put that together. Well, in that case, I'm going to point at him and say, Wither, as necrotic energy washes over him, draining moisture and vitality. He must make a con save. Drain his balls. Mm-hmm. 22. I believe, yeah, that's, that's a save. But he still takes half of 8d8. What level spell is this? Four. How does Killian look? Well, you'll, you're about to hear after he takes this. 
We need that bow. <laughs> like, give that to Horik. He needs a ranged weapon. <laughs> Forty-seven damage. Okay, even uh, Holy. even saving. So that's gonna be twenty twenty-four. The the last orb kind of like zips around and puts it between Killian and the effects of the spell, and it's not enough to hold back this this fourth level effect. And even resisting its effects, it is five hit points more than Killian had, and he drops. Yes. Shaft's bag of holding dropping next to him. And I will stalk over to the opposite, to the uh, outside of the wall where he was standing. Lushki, drop your weapons. And Telmark is dead, so that's to the top with Lushki. Lushki sprints over to Killian and will revivify him. End this now, before we kill you two. Hork can do nothing. Killian is up now. He stands up with one hit point. <laughs> Not much he can do. Uh, you know, recovering from... I mean, he doesn't know how long he was out, but he just kind of surveys, sees no sign of Shaft. Sees Shakara technically five feet away from him because that's how thick the wall is, despite it not being properly portrayed on the map. <laughs> and blades whirring around him. He's going to back up to Telmark's body as he kind of looks down, seeing that Telmark is gone. Nestling up behind the the guardian here, and he will he will fire at Shakar with his bow. So you do have that three quarter cover. Uh, first hit is a twenty seven. That hits. Second is a thirty. I uh, can hellish rebuke. So you ha- okay? You you hellish rebuke him on the first hit. Yes. Okay. So we what? Sorry. What check does he make for that? Dex. Uh, he gets a twenty-one. That is a save, but he still takes half damage. Okay. Go. You can go ahead and roll if you'd like, but the orb will absorb. He goes down. The oh. hellish rebuke, as it's a it's a level two, correct? For one. Okay. Yes. Uh, your flames again sprout up around him, uh, doing your best to try to deal one more point of damage to him. I can do it at, at second level. Is it too late to... Okay. Doesn't matter. Does not matter uh, unless you can cast it higher than a third. Okay, well, it's going. the orb is going to absorb half of 16. Great. Uh, that was on the first hit, of which deals to you 14 piercing. Uh, second arrow comes in to deal 32 piercing. Ow. Yeah, my crit was 59. <laughs> Baldrin... <laughs> Well, I could take three off of both of those, though. I mean, that's yeah, that's, yeah, hey, yeah. It's that's a whole a... six. <laughs> More than he's got. What do you got, Falsey? Killian is wavering. He barely has the strength to draw on his bow. Lushki, uh, close to him, does not look much better. Well, I'm going to cast Magic Missile at level two. Ooh. Because it's auto-hit. His orbs, though. Okay, so first start is going to be aimed at Killian. And you sorry, you said you upcast to second level. That's right. So four total darts. So first dart is uh, three force damage. That orb gets in the way of your dart again, and the dart is powerful enough to just 
deflect the orb, and the orbs kind of go sailing around Killian, and the dart pierces his chest, putting him down again. Yes. Falls a kill steals again. Yeah, the kill steal. <laughs> Just one Ooh. turn away from my vengeance. Ooh. With the magic <laughs> missile. Yeah. Maybe he'll get revived again so you can do it, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, we'll just give everybody a turn. <laughs> Remaining three darts at at Lushki. Uh, eight total force damage. Lushki, despite this massive tower shield that is formed, gets peppered by the darts, still standing. Shaft. Well, he's standing by his buddy there that... I don't like to take damage from, so I'm just going to lose a few arrows into him. 20 to hit. That's a miss. Okay, second arrow. Go still kill Killian's bow. Oh, that's an 11. I'm going to use a lucky. Try that one more time. 22. That is a miss as they ricochets <laughs> off her tower shield. Oh my god. Okay, I'm going to move. I'm going to move 15, uh, 20 feet over away from the burning trees, about 10 feet away from Killian, but not close enough to the Guardian to take any damage. You're visible now, right? No, I, I am visible. Yes, I'm visible. I think that's it for me. Mia. So that shield, I can tell, is like extremely powerful, yeah? Like it blocked a 20. Absolutely. I am, uh, I'm ducked behind the wall. Let's fly, like, ten feet up and ten feet over. And then I'm going to cast... I'm gonna, I'm gonna channel divinity. I'm gonna channel the divinity of Thor. I'm gonna cast, um, Thunder Wave. So that's a max damage hit already, plus I can give her 11 more radiant damage, which she's probably resistant to, but... So that would be 4d8, so 32 thunder damage and 11 radiant damage. And what save does she make? Uh, con save, sorry. Con save DC 17. 17 for the con save, so she passes. So she survives the initial thunder wave, kind of like Talmark is, but your follow-up radiant damage just blasts her and again she slumps next to these burning trees that guardian finally fades away as she dies and i'll dismiss my blade barrier as she does and as soon as that guardian goes i run up and get that bag the the hushed you know the blades no longer whirring around you and just the crackle of the trees on fire and you all kind of just hear emanating from Killian's body, Shaft, you can tell just being next to it. Oh, no, no, no. Shakara, I see you've made your choice. Isabella, I am bringing the eyes to you. I do not need this interloper to do my job. You receive no reply. <sighs> I want to I wanna chug my greater healing potion after hearing Isabella's voice. Oh, I rolled three ones. Are you serious? After Isabella speaks, I'll look over at Chikara and go, Well, we need to come up with some pretty bad things to tell Sammy about Isabella now. We just need to get the eyes, and I will take them to Heraculeon. They had some pretty powerful stuff. Take what you can, and let's get out of yeah, here. Yeah, I want to pick up that bow. And is there anything else, Killian? I'm going to sort of loot the bodies here. I would 
like to investigate Lushki's shield or take that. Yeah, and as uh, Lushki dies, it does revert to a round shield. So you can take her uh, round shield, clearly magical. Killian on him, uh, in addition to the orbs, he has a bow and a rapier that he never got to use. Both, all three are clearly magical. And Telmark, he doesn't really have much on his person other than uh, a ring. And you see in the, the gem on it is kind of like this, little ironically, a, a, a fiery gem. The inside of it kind of swirls with this tiny flame. Falzerin is, is curious about um, Telmark for sure, so I think he would come over and investigate uh, Telmark's body. Be careful, you might catch his insanity. I, I appreciate your concern. Yeah, I intend to be very careful with any of his possessions. So um, I will sort of wrap my hand in some of my clothing, maybe my robe or something, and gently try to remove the ring without touching it. Okay, yeah, you're able to do so. Okay, and then I will deposit it into a little uh, pocket or, or or somewhere kind of safe that's not going to touch my skin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, does he have anything else on him, uh, like a spell book or anything in his pockets or amulet, anything like that? Uh, he does have a spell book on him. <laughs> Now we have to extend the campaign for at least another year or so, so Falzern can transcribe it. <laughs> okay, I will. Uh, Falzern will will take the book as well. He loves books. Shaft, give me that bag. No. I need it for leverage to get the eyes. Can can we do this later, Shakara? Shaft, come on. You, Izzy is obviously watching us somehow. And, exactly. And perhaps listening as well. Shaft, give me the bag. Is there anything else on these bodies? And I start looking through bags, pockets, like just if there was anything else. Uh, yeah, I'd say you can find about a total of 500 gold pieces between the three of them. But again, in a, other than the, the magical items, your, your typical kind of rations um, and, uh, you know, survival gear. I'll take the gold and give it to Shaft. Shaft, here, I found some gold. Keep it in the bag of holding. I'm going to try and convey that it's just for now that you're giving me the bag in case Izzy is still watching. Okay, uh, uh, I'm going to look at her again and go, I'm not giving you the bag. And then I sort of give her a, a look. Like, I wouldn't give you that bag. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Not really. <laughs> no, uh, no. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hand you that. If Isabella's watching, she knows I'm not gonna hand you that bag. Then give me the armor. I pull out the breastplate. I I hand it over to her. I'll take it and put it in my own satchel. I will. You will not be able to carry it in your satchel. Oh, okay. Well, then I will just carry it on my in my arms. Is there anything on Killian that would distinguish him as something that? would be noticeable that it's Killian's, right? Something that if Samuel was to see it, he would know it was a ring, uh, something of some uh, marking on his uh, armor of some kind or something. He does have a, a, like a gaming set on him uh, as you are continuing to search him. 
And it's like this little, it's almost like a little, uh, like a checkers or a backgammony kind of thing. It's this foldable case with a bunch of pieces inside. And it, there's just kind of a, a initials on the inside carved into the wood on the case. KVK. All right, I'll take it. The same kind of little little pouch he has that uh, you find something looks fairly familiar. It just looks like an iron token, like the same type of thing that eventually became the scabulet uh, that Falzern has. And as you as you touch it and pick it up, it just kind of turns to dust. Mm. Scabulet. All right, I'll I'll uh, look at Shakara and say, "Let's get that thing." to Samuel as soon as we can. Agreed. I'm gonna healing hands myself. Um, can we take a short rest, or should we get going right now? No, we gotta move. Okay. I will lay on hands myself also. I'm gonna drink my other potion of greater healing. I'll, um, first level cure wounds myself. 35 out of 88, good enough? I don't know. I got 35 (laughs) out of 90. I think we're uh, we're on our way. And this voice that came, did it come from Killian's body, or did it come from, do we know where that Isabella's voice came from? From Killian's person. From from that token that you found, iron token. We saw the scabulet, right? Does anyone else need healing? Uh, Well, if, if you have the ability, me, I certainly wouldn't. Turn turn down the offer. As long as it doesn't put you in a disadvantage, we're not we're not to Sammy yet. I'll use cure wounds at first level for each of you. So first one here for Falzern, you get six. Shaft gets eleven. Thank you, Mia. I, I appreciate it. If if we get in a situation where you need more, you gotta let me know. Mia, can you send a message to Isabella? Yeah, technically. We get in a fight. I mean, I... what do you what do you want to say? That I will bring her the eyes. Didn't you already respond? I do not know if she heard. Okay. I do not want her sending anyone else after us. Okay, tell me what to say. Shikara will bring you the eyes. No need to send anyone else. That's it. That is it. So I'll think about Isabella, and I'll send her a message and say. Shakara says, I will bring you the eyes. Don't send anyone else after us. Love Mia. <laughs> That's how I'll spend it. Send it. XOXO, Mia. That's your email signature. <laughs> Kill you later. <laughs> you do get a response. Oh, Miss Brightwood, such a pleasure to speak with you again. You can tell Shakara that she's in a bit of trouble. But I look forward to seeing her again. And most importantly... (laughs) (laughs) To avoid instant death, just out of words. (laughs) Um, So Shikara, she replied that you're in a bit of trouble, um, but she looks forward to seeing you again. Thank you. I will deal with that as necessary. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go. Let's get away from this body. And I kick Killian and start walking. Come on, Horik! 
Yeah, I, here, come here. And I hand that bow over to him. I go, uh, we'll figure out what this does later, but for now, hang on to it for me. And I lead off and say, all right, let's try this again. To the lake. Did anybody take the orbs that he was using? Um, I got orbs, bow, and rapiers, what I picked up off of him. I gave Shaft the gold and I took Luxie's shield. I wanted to get away from Killian's body just in case that was some kind of a microphone back to Isabella. And as we get, you know, a pretty good distance away, I'll say, uh, I'll sort of pull the bag out and go, you want to put this, put it back in there? I mean, Isabel would never fall for me giving it to you. I still needed to make a show of getting it. No, I get it. Hopefully it was like Falzer and Scabulet, where you couldn't see anything, you could just hear stuff. I will put the breastplate back into Shaft's bag. I do need that for leverage. I must get the eyes. Her voice drives me crazy. I hated hearing her in my head. Oh. I get it. I think, uh... I think we're going to have to sort of ally with Sammy here for a while. If I can get at least one eye, that may appease Isabella for a time. Hmm. Could be. Sounds like she's a little pissed off at you right now. Does sound that way. Are you able to identify that ring, Falzer? I can certainly try, uh, a given time. Yeah, I, I, we don't have time to do that right now. No, because he's got a ritual. If he's going to ritual cast it, no. But if you want to just pop off a spell slot, have at her. It is only a first level spell slot. I just spent the freaking third to message Izzy and I didn't want to. Maybe I won't. <laughs> Better to know what it is, right? I got like no magic left, but yeah. You don't want to like in a fight put it on hoping it'll help you. And then well, just... I wouldn't put it on without knowing what it is. So no identify. <laughs> fine, fine, I'll identify it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Falzer and Cass identify at first level. This, uh, you, as soon as you cast it, you're immediately set upon by a pack of Neogi. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but as you identify this, this is a ring of high magic. While you are wearing and attuned to this ring, all of your spells of fifth level or lower functions as if they were cast using a spell slot of one level higher. Wow. Holy. In addition, Pretty nice. you gain two extra spell slots. One equal to your spellcasting modifier with a minimum of plus one, and one equal to your highest spell slot level available. Both of those slots are regained after a short or long rest. I think I need this ring. Falzern does not share what he finds <laughs> out about the ring with any of the party members because he sees the greed in their eyes. That's an extra fifth and sixth level for myself. Come on. It is honestly like tempting to, to give it to Mia because Mia deals some insane damage. Could Heroes Feast twice. <laughs> I could Heroes Feast and Blade Barrier all in one day wow, and then have a short rest and do it again. Um, so Falzern will say, my goodness, this... This is a very powerful ring. And he will um, explain just what Leland said about uh, the, the abilities of the ring to the rest of the party. Holy crap, do we need these blue boxes? One of us needs to be wearing this ring. It certainly would add a great deal of magical ability to myself. 
I, I, I don't know that I've ever seen a, a ring this, this powerful. Okay, well, keep it safe. Don't, don't put it in your pocket. Put it in your bag of holding. I, I will keep it secret as well. Would you like to identify any of the other items? So you mean like the ones that Shaft picked up? Yes. So you have the shield, the orbs. The, I mean, the orbs, you kind of know what they do, right? Just by seeing their function. But the, the bow and the rapier. I wouldn't worry with the rapier right now. I, I already sort of have two good weapons, and I can find that out later. The bow. Hork can still use the bow. He just can't use it unless he attunes to it. Yeah, just wait on my shield. It's okay. I'm a little bit afraid if I use an a, a monitor shield that, like, Thor will strike me from the heavens or something. Well, th- this shield doesn't have any markings of a monitor. Oh, I thought the shield had the symbol. The guardian okay. that she conjured did, but the, the shield itself oh, okay, does Okay, okay, okay. Oh, well, that's convenient. <laughs> it's an agnostic shield. <laughs> it's an agnostic shield. I like it. I do put the uh, sword back into the shaft's bag of holding as well. And I'll put mine in there, too. Uh, Mia, I see you have picked up the shield. Do you care to know what abilities it has? It doesn't really cost me a great deal of magic to... Okay, sure. Okay, I will cast Identify on the shield as well. This is a shield of transformation. It requires attunement, and this shield becomes deeply in sync with the attuned creature's pulse and heartbeat. And as the creature takes damage, the shield transforms in an attempt to compensate for that loss of vitality. The shield has the following benefits, depending on the attuned creature's HP total. It is a round shield, which gives you a simple plus one to AC, uh, while the attuned creature is at max hit points. It becomes a heater shield, uh, which adds a plus three to AC to the attuned creature while they're less than their max HP. So it's going to be defined it's between half and, ma- and max. It's a, it's a heater at plus three. If the attuned creature becomes bloodied or lower, so at half their max HP or lower, it becomes the tower shield, which gives you a plus five to AC, but their movement is affected as if they are in difficult terrain and they have disadvantage against dexterity saving throws. As a bonus action on that creature's turn while in the tower shield form, they can speak the command word, which of course Falzern has learned, to turn the shield into a 10 by 10 foot wall. The wall provides total cover and blocks line of sight to any creature standing immediately behind it. While the wall is up and deployed, the attuned creature no longer benefits from the AC bonus of the shield and no longer suffers the penalties that it imposes. The wall will stand for one minute or until the attuned creature speaks the command word. At that point, the shield then will revert to the appropriate form according to the attuned creature's HP total. And obviously, in, in the middle of battle, as the, that creature would heal and their total may go up or down, the shield would transform to reflect the total HP value. Wow, Falzerin, that's cool. What's the command word? Uh, Bumblebee tuna. <laughs> no, what, what's that's the two command words. word, Leland? <laughs> Bumblebee tuna. <laughs> oh, no. can, it just be, can it just be tuna? <laughs> that's two words. No, I'm sorry, Mia. It's Bumblebee too. I, I didn't okay. enchant this shield. You have to say it very quickly. Bumblebee Tuna. <laughs> cool. I'll have to attune to this tonight. Oh, wait. 
I'm running out of slots. <laughs> Is there a ring of attunement slots? <sighs> it's like when you ask the genie for you wish for more spells. Or wish more, for more wishes. Uh, wishes. Yeah. <laughs> all right, the the party can continue. No more identifying, that's fine. You're you're all right with what you've gone so far. Yeah, I think I think maybe we'll wait until later uh, later time to identify the rest of the items. All right. And you kind of step out of the, the forested area and start to traverse across the frozen lake. You know, maybe, maybe I mean, Shakar had some apprehension, perhaps maybe tentatively stepping onto the ice to see if it holds yep. as you first walk out there. And it does seem to be frozen solid. That's it. End of the show. Thanks for listening. But before you go, I got a couple of things I want to tell you about. Uh, you can find the Encourageable Party all over the interwebs. You can just go to encourageableparty.com and you can find all the links there. While you're there, check out the Patreon. There's some really cool stuff you could do with the Patreon, like give inspiration to Shaft. Or you can waste it and give it to one of those other mooks. Even worse, you could give it to Leland. Also, you can get access to mini campaigns and other cool stuff that we do. You're automatically entered into all contests. I mean, it's, it's really a great deal. Uh, the Encourageable Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. All ambient sounds and music provided by tabletopaudio.com. Intro and outro music is by Josh Jarvis, and you can email him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com if you need any music stuff. Okay, that's it. Now you can go. Happy adventuring! Shaft, as you're stepping out onto the ice, you hear a voice in side of your head. Hello, Shaft. It feels like we never get the chance to talk, just you and I. This does unfortunately need to be brief, but it appears I have an opening since Killian is dead. And it seems Shikara just fails me at every opportunity I provide her with to cooperate. A coven divided makes a weak coven indeed. Perhaps you can aid her in recovering both eyes of Denda? No doubt Samuel will be reluctant to part with the one in use. Maybe you could finally finish that tower job, hmm? You were so very impressive when we met in Zexa. I thought for sure you'd have accomplished it in no time at all. Regardless, you can still get paid for. Though perhaps you'd be interested in something else? Someone else? I do have Nina here with me in Heraklion. She looks as ravishing now as she did the day Jessica met her. Hope to see you soon, dear. Shaft, you can respond mentally. Uh, the party will be unaware as that is... It seems that this is something like the setting spell. Very clearly the parameters in which uh, you know the message can be sent back and forth. Uh, much bigger scope than just a normal 25 word limit that the spell contains, so you're not entirely sure how much uh, you can respond without it being cut off, but you can do so. Well, what do you know? I figured it was just a matter of time before you reached out to me to get something done. I'm not loyal to Sammy or anybody else for that matter, so... I, uh, only want one thing, and apparently you have her. So yeah, I'll make a deal. 
I'll bring you the eyes. But you need to return Nina to me safe, unharmed, sane, and a guarantee that she and I can leave Aspara without any fear of retribution from you, the Coven, Dendar, or anybody else for that matter. Oh, well, the second thing. 10,000 gold to cover some expenses. Yeah, well, one last thing. Leave Falzern alone. Sort of grown fond of the gullible fool, and I don't want anything bad to happen to him after I'm gone. Give me those three simple things, and I'll bring you the eyes. <laughs>